Greetings, fellow investigators. Welcome back to our video podcast, Into the Darkness, where my friends and I play the Call of Cthulhu role-playing game. I'm your host, Tom Rayleigh. Our campaign is The Curse of Nineveh. It was written by Mike Mason, Mark Latham, Scott Doward, and Paul Fricker, and it's available from the Chaosium website. I'm the GM, and this is episode 40. Our investigators are involved in a plot to kill the king. So without any further delay, let's continue our journey into the darkness. All right, guys. Now, where we start, has the ceremony at Buckingham Palace happened yet? Is he now the king, or is he still the... Uh... Uh, he becomes the, the king tomorrow morning, and then the ceremony is sometime in the evening. Or the next day. Yeah, I think, I think we, yeah, I think he was, I think Wednesday is supposed to be the coronation and Thursday is right. when he comes to the museum. Correct. And it's Tuesday night now, Tuesday evening at some point, after a very busy day. Um, yes, Patrick, you have a thought? Uh, when we last left off, we, we, I, we believe that uh, Felix Matthews' place is now compromised, right? Because we left blood on the doorstep. I think it's a reasonable concern, yes. It might be worth swinging by because if he has, he did have a ton of <clears throat> ammunition. Downstairs. We took all the booms that he had. We took all the yes, dynamite and... Yeah, we didn't take all the extra bullets and shotgun shells because we could possibly use those. Well, I thought we did. I thought we uh, picked up as did much we? out of there. We took a duffel bag. Okay, so we might have some there. All right, that will help with one of the other plans we were working on. Um, which of us do you think has a better relationship with Yates? You probably do, because you're a man and you have seniority. I believe so, yes. Uh, why don't you phone Yates and uh, convivially ask him what preparations are being made because of the rush job with opening the temple uh, and see how soft a touch he might be. Because I really would like to get in to see, like to get into the vault where they're holding the um, grotesque statuette that we must not touch and the tablets of shadow. All right, uh, what time would I be able to get in touch with Yates at the museum at this time? Uh, in the evening, uh, his counterpart is there. Um, you could probably phone the museum and they could give you Yates's private lines so that you could, you know, in case of emergencies. I, I, I'm not even sure we've left the museum. Oh, you're still in the museum? I think we're in Patrick's office. Oh, I was thinking we were if, in the If memory club. serves. Um, well, let's see. What time is it? Um, if it's past six, then he's gone home. But you could find his home address. It seems like it must be past six because the well, the explosion was today. The dinner, the today is. We're playing the day of the garden party, or was it the next day? Good heavens, time is dilated. Next, oh, it would have next to be day. the next day. It's the next day. Yes, we, we all we all collapsed yesterday after the garden party. This is the day after, and the regime has changed. Right. We could, so what time, Yates is gone then, correct? Correct. Okay. We could take a walk by the safe, check it out. Maybe if we want to get in touch with him, 
do you think if we told him we were a little panicked with the king's interest in this and we need to get in there to check something, maybe the other guy will fall for that? You mean Mr. Whitehead might believe it? Yeah, no, not um, the the second security guard, uh, Yates's kind of. Oh, like, Yates's evening guy. Kind of go to him in a panic. You know, we have a good reputation, or this group has a good reputation with him. He, we, yeah. they, after all, are the ones who discovered the tunneling under the museum. Yep. That was a night job and saved his tuchus. Um, and we need him to help save ours because we got to double check cataloging things. We could all get into there. Get maybe get into the thing, and we could. It's a. Are we going for a tablet or a scroll? I'm sorry. The tablet. Mm, that's not as easy. It's the shadow tablets. Um, I could go down to my workshop and see about fabricating a false one if the, if it looks like there's an opportunity to to get in there. What we could do is you have something. We'll get some sort of tablet, whatever it is. He won't know how to read it. He won't even know what's on it. No, we'll we have go. we have so many. Right. For tablets in the cellar, it's uncanny. We could grab one. They all look the same to him. This needs to go in. This needs to come out cataloging before the whole event, because if we don't do it, we're in trouble. He like, it's been a dreadful mistake. We could even forge paperwork if he needs it. Yeah. Oh, I think that's very clever. So let's get all the parts together, and then we'll approach him. And we'll approach him as a group in a... Um, you know, even with a little alcohol in our breath, because we're trying to, to steady our nerves and everything is going wrong. And yes, a sense of urgency and some and some uh, yeah, paperwork and some clay tablets should intimidate any fellow who doesn't know what's uh, afoot. I like it very much. Perfect. All right, so we'll uh, we'll get that ruse together. All right. And there's all kinds of, yeah, I can, you know, get different notes and bits of translation and choose a stack of tablets that are probably about the sale of barley and spelt in 4000 BC. Yep. Well, you are quite correct in, in knowing that uh, Yates wouldn't know one bit of cuneiform from another. For that matter, even people, if people went to retrieve the tablets, they wouldn't necessarily know that they didn't have... No, unless Naboo himself goes. <laughs> I just suddenly had a vision of them standing in the temple, raising up the tablets and beginning to read. <laughs> uh, two loads of laundry, three barrels of, what the hell is this? And so 42 this sheep were exchanged. <laughs> and a fine ram. And four tons of sweet oil. <laughs> A list of things to do. It's a to-do list from 4,000 years ago. <laughs> All right, so what are you guys doing? Uh, it, you know, it shouldn't take 20 minutes to put together a convincing-looking folder of important-looking paperwork and three clay tablets, or whatever number will match, because that's on record. Indeed. And Munden, just... Grab our arbitrary statue because that statue needs to be cataloged too. So it won't go into the safe, but it's just extra fluff to look like we're busy. This needs to be done. That has to be in there. The king's going to check. We're going to lose our job. Oh my God, blah, blah, blah. Okay. I'll do that. I'll do that. Cut this. 
Yes, yes, quite, quite so. It's good. All right. We get all that together and then collectively we'll. We can phone from your office. Uh, and probably his security office is not far away, so we can rush down there and wave a lot of this paperwork. I've got some very fine handwriting on this old sheet here. And uh, Actually, if we ask him to meet us because we don't want to speak in front of his subordinates, thus mm -hmm. putting him in a bad position also. I think that's very good as well. Patrick, you're yeah, learning yeah. a bit of uh, subterfuge, it seems. A little bit of Felix must have rubbed off. Quite. So I'm going to phone the security desk and have them locate. Phone uh, the security desk. All right. Uh, you phone the security desk. Security. Hi, this is Patrick London. I need to speak with the uh, supervisor in charge tonight. Yeah, and I forget his name. Yeah, that's I was why flipping I through, but I couldn't find it either. Um, yeah, just a moment. Oh, uh, this is Mr. <laughs> Hi, uh, this is uh, Mr. Longden. Uh, I believe uh, you uh, remember Professor. me. We of course, you. of course. Yes. Um, it's a delicate matter. I don't want to speak around any subordinates. Can you kindly come to my office at your your first first opportunity? Certainly, I'll be there in about five minutes. Thank you very kindly. Click. Leave the door ajar so when he comes, he can just tap on it. All right. Uh, five minutes go by and he taps on the door. Audrey, I understand, but we, we, if we, if the, everything works out, we're not going to lose our jobs. The king will not be. Oh, I'm sorry. Come, come in. Come, come in. Oh, uh, yes, sir. You wanted to see me. And I hand her my handkerchief. Thank you, Patrick. Um, this is is there something wrong? Yeah, extremely delicate. Um, with everything that happened in that, that explosion and the anarchist attack the other day, um, although she thinks it's her fault, it rests solely on my shoulders. We forgot to catalog something. The king's going to be here in a day. We need to have this stuff cataloged. Monday, that statue, please remember, don't put it on the desk. It's coming with us. Oh, no, no, quite so, quite so. Yes, yes, I, yes. I need to ask you a most delicate thing. We need to get into the safe. We need to put these items in. We need to take one item out, finish. Um, you see, these tablets uh, are dated uh, very specifically from the 1903 expedition, uh, which is why they were miscatalogued for the previous ones, which are currently on totally incorrect things for the opening. And of course, we had so, so, so many weeks before we were supposed to open the temple, but now that it's in a hurry and the, and and the king himself is going to be there. And we technically shouldn't have been in that country at the time, and it, it could look badly on the new king because he allowed it to happen, and he's coming for the... It could be a travesty. We just need your help, please. Well, wasn't the statue supposed to be in there two weeks ago? Uh, gentlemen, once, madam, after we catalog yes, it. Yes, 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 yes. Quite, quite. I'm afraid I, I don't have access to the vault. Um, uh, this is something that seems to me is extremely urgent to you. I can, uh, I can get a hold of Mr. Yates. I, well, I appreciate that very much. Mr. Yates is an understanding fellow and... Uh, and uh, you know, it's it, it's really it, it's all about you know black eyes for us, black eyes for the museum, and even heaven for friend for the 
So, leave it up to me. Leave it up to me. I'll I'll be back as soon as I find something out. We 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 would like we know Mr. Yates too. We would like to keep it within this circle of trust because of course I don't want any. Oh, Mr. Yates is most discreet. I wouldn't worry at all, Patrick. Isn't so he most he discreet? Leaves. He leaves. Right. What are you gonna do next? I pour us all a little uh, <laughs> glass of uh, sherry. First time, thank you. I I do beg your pardon, Mr. Munder, for speaking to you like that in front of me. Don't, don't, uh, no, no. Think nothing of it. All right. Do you do anything in the interim while he's gone? Oh. Uh... If there's anything I can forge on the paperwork that makes it look convincing or a switcheroo, we have access to our files, so there might be something. You yeah, doubt, yeah. you doubt though, that he would even know what to look for on the paperwork. Sure. He's, he's security. The only thing would be a question of like invoice numbers or something like that, if I thought that something was specifically tagged. And, but we would know how all that works. So right. we have ledgers. I would say 10 minutes goes by and uh, uh, he comes back upstairs and uh, he says, uh, uh, Mr. Yates uh, is deeply concerned that the, uh, about the recent uh, damage done to the, uh, the museum. And he says that he takes his, his job extremely seriously and that uh, he has no intention ever of compromising the security of the uh, of the uh, the museum uh, for any reason whatsoever. That being said, here are the keys. He left them in his office. Thank you, sir. I will have them back. Do you want me to give them to you or put them back in? Uh, please bring them back to me. Yes, sir. Ten minutes, fifteen minutes stops. And we'll pretend like none of this ever happened, including Mr. Yates, who doesn't want anybody to know that he accidentally left the keys in his office. Copy. So I'll be in my office. All right. All right. <laughs> that was a scary faint there. Yeah. All right. So, um, again, we must be uh, inordinately cautious regarding the uh, two-headed statue of Naboo. Don't touch it, right? Uh, yeah. Uh, and I don't think there's anything that looks remotely like that that we could replace it with. So we might leave that, since we don't want to touch it, don't want to claim responsibility for it, don't want us to destroy our souls. And replacing it is only going to slow things down a little bit, whereas taking the tablets out is going to slow things down and give us a chance at a different intervention. Um, so, is, so whatever I could find that looks as much like the tablets of shadow is what's going to go in its place. Uh, what else is in this vault? Just um, this and that expensive stuff? Yeah, other stuff from the, uh, from the uh, other, other pieces that are valuable, but heretofore nobody's mentioned them. They're probably not really part of the ritual at all. Sure. Um, 
What you find are four tablets. Um, uh, two of the tablets are the ritual of walking darkness, and the other two are the ritual of blood and light. Uh, the, the first two are the ones that Belethius Ginger had, and the second two are the ones that he wanted to complete uh, or supposedly save himself from. Sorry, what kind of light? The ritual of blood and light. Blood and light. Walking darkness and blood and light. Um, when I have a chance, I want to have a, when we're out of there, I want to have a peek at those, uh, see if what's going on with those particularly. Oh yeah, we'll be looking at those and seeing if we translate them as soon as we're safely out of this. Uh, so are you taking all four tablets? Replacing all four tablets with the most convincing looking cuneiform in terms of size, color. All right. They're pro are they clay or stone? They're clay. But they're so they fairly thick. They're fairly thick and, uh, and substantial. You've had them in your hands before. Oh, you haven't actually. Well, actually, Audrey did before they were taken. Oh, that's They true. were in Audrey's yeah. workshop before anything happened. That's right. In a basket or something. So, yeah, so, I, so Audrey had the possibility of choosing the, a likely-looking set to replace them. And there's lots of them that look just like it. Right. All right. And where, what are you going to do with them? Uh, so we leave the statue in its place. Uh, I wonder what statue Munden picked up as a prop. Might be funny to leave another statue in there. Just it, you know, it won't be confusing for Naboo. But whatever we can do to muck things up for tomorrow night. How, how about this one of Pazuzu? Yeah, let's leave a Pazuzu in there. Maybe it'll maybe it'll uh, shake things up. Maybe it'll protect Quite something. So. Uh, prominently, or should I put it uh, uh, subtly? I put it watching over Naboo. Yeah. Yes. Quite so, quite so. I it's remarkable how quickly we get used to magical thinking once we live in a magical world. <laughs> uh, so I think we should, um, you know, having retrieved the objects, uh, I'll take them to my office before we leave and prepare them to get out of here. Uh, Patrick, you should return the keys to Mr. Pratt, Deputy Burton, yep. uh, and ask him about security around the temple so that if we want to place some explosives, we have an idea about the schedule for that. Okay. You know, if you just ask him whether he's got men on over, overnight, uh, because we need to replace things in the temple as well, right. when it's convenient. You know, as soft, soft pedal as possible, see what you can get out of him about what the security is like. And then we'll all depart with the tablets in a satchel so that we are not stopped. All right. So you, Sounds good. Where are we going to meet at the, the club? We can take them to the club. All right. So you two just get out with them, and then I'll take a taxi to the club. That way you're gone with them while I'm talking with him. Very well. And, uh, yeah, very well. Uh, good luck, Patrick. We'll see you there. Godspeed. All right. I go down, return the keys. And chit-chat with him. Uh, yeah. About the only bit of information that you've got is that the king is going to have his own guards. Um, uh, he wants to view the temple. Um, he and the guards will go in with him. 
and uh, we're told that he uh, has um, uh, 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 an expert who will be assisting him, uh, although we don't know who it is. Now, uh, I tell him that we, coming up to the preparation, we're going to need to, we're going to be in and out of the museum. Will we be restricted in any way? Well, this is going to be Thursday evening. You shouldn't be here anyway. Okay. Um, certainly, if you need to do work, you can stay in the museum and you shouldn't. You know, I could be in my office, correct? That wouldn't be a problem. Oh, yes. You shouldn't be in any, any trouble. Actually, I take, I take back what I said a moment ago. What would make sense is that they would, if, if the king was coming with somebody, they would be on a list. And um, uh, he, says, uh, he says there's only one person on the list, uh, Mr. Uh, Elphinstone. All right. And this will be King Edward VIII when, when he comes. Right. Uh, God save so the king. We would be allowed to be in our office even when the king is here? Yes, I believe so. All right, just that way that the workflow can stay steady. We've been in and out umpteen hours until he leaves. We're on duty, basically. You know how it goes. Mm -hmm. All right. All right. And I kill some time so they could get out the door. Yeah, they're gone. All right. And bid them farewell. And, and then later them. on, uh, 20 minutes later, you guys meet up at the, the club. I assume in the upper room. Yeah. All right. You've got the, the, the cuneiform tablets. Um, who wants to decipher them? Well, the notes should contain some bits about the uh, walking darkness. Mm -hmm. Because they sort of had to back, uh, reverse engineer that. Right. Um, so uh, we can both work on the uh, blood and light since we don't have anything on that yet. All right. I think all three of us have cuneiform, don't we? No, that's true. Oh, yeah, not yeah. both, all three. Right. Well, that, should, coffee, that, should, that should shorten your um, your time considerably. They're not that complicated. In fact, for just a moment, you get a kind of a, uh, a terrified chill when you realize that the first part of the ritual of walking darkness and the ritual of blood and light are like lists of items that you will need. And you think, oh no, I got a washing list or like this. Uh, but then you realize these are ingredients for creating things, um, nothing seems that obscure. Um, but it'll probably take you a few hours to pull together such items that you need um, because you're basically creating a kind of a, a potion uh, which you ingest while reciting an incantation that's written on the scrolls, on the, sorry, the tablets. Okay. And um, what becomes apparent is that these four tablets are, in fact, a set. They do go together. But 
The second one, the ritual of blood and light, is rather difficult to interpret. There's a lot of uh, idiom that you really need to study uh, Sumerian to, to completely grasp. But it sounds like that the ritual has begun with the person reading the scroll of, of walking darkness and that this renders them able to become shadow-like. While they become shadow-like, they're able to travel longer distances and faster in the shadows, especially at night, and uh, that they are able to pass through things without, uh, without any difficulty, as long as there's some shadow there. And, um, but they're also able to affect things if they want to, if they will it. Um, but the second ritual, the ritual of blood and light, is a kind of a transformation spell. And it could be interpreted that it, it brings you back to physical form. But it could also mean something differently. Um, Balethius Ginger may have had it completely wrong. What this might be saying is that it prepares that soul for transference uh, to the source which might be outside this universe. Yes, Ginger might have thought the source was his body, whereas the source might be some Sumerian godhead or, or the clay of the earth. The source of the magic, even. If, if you want to do a Cthulhu mythos role, I don't have Cthulhu Mythos. I thought we all got five at the end Did of we? the last something like that, didn't we? Well, being exposed to Yog Sop out there for a few minutes, yeah, I think that you'd have at least five. I, I rolled a 72. I can't even spend luck on that. <laughs> I'm sure you want to get rid of all your luck now. <laughs> I don't even have that much. Audrey, you're uh, you're muted. If you're talking, did you drop your dice? I couldn't. I didn't know where my dice were. Oh. I didn't even open them. All right. Oh, six. That's got to be within the luck realm. Yeah. Well. Yeah. I'll spend a luck. <laughs> Yeah, there's there's some odd characters here that you realize look very similar to um, Yogg-Sothoth. Yuhuthris, right. If Yuhuthris and Yogg-Sothoth are the same sounds, and these are phonemes that are unfamiliar, uh, that's uh, those, those characters, those marks are uh, similar to the, the source. Yeah, that that that's, this person is prepared as a sacrifice um, to the god of time and space, Yogg-Sothoth. Which also makes sense as to why this would be a useful thing for the ritual. Uh, so it's delightful that we've taken it out of the museum. I wonder how long it'll take Elphinstone to figure that out. He's uh, 
he's gifted with automatic writing, but I don't think he reads a damned ancient thing. So it won't be until they get it down there that the theft has been noticed. Um, given what we read uh, about the uh, struggle against the, the shadow fellow before, and given that what we've spent the last two pots of coffee and a couple of hours translating, there is no way except the death by crow juice to return to human form that we're aware of. Does one of us want to risk attempting this ritual nevertheless in an attempt to stop things tomorrow? How long does the ritual take? Um, when you're looking through it, if you have the ingredients and you've made the stuff, only about three rounds. So we oh, can look have this split. a break glass in case of emergency. Yes, if it's that speedy. I mean, the, the other fellow, the other shadow seemed to take a little time to get used to shadow form, but we have more information than he did. Yeah, your, your best guess was that he was in shadow form for almost two weeks. Yeah, so uh, a while. Of uh, becoming increasingly erratic. And, uh, and raggedy. His yeah. shadow was falling apart. Right. Right. Well, yes, and the ingredients are all things like feathers and dust and... Something, yeah. I have Newton told frog, but... Shavings of silver, but nothing that will get on our way. Correct. Uh, all right, so one note for, to, for Thursday morning is to accumulate those things. And I like your idea, sort of, uh, perhaps even literally, Patrick, having them all in a container that can be yeah. smashed or opened or whatnot. Ingested. Ingested. And, the, and the, we can safely copy this out phonetically. Uh, the, the, the spell part, the ritual, the spoken part of the ritual, so that anyone can take right. shadow form. I wonder if it's possible for more than one being to be in shadow form. Doesn't Boy, say you can't, can't. Three of those things, given the difficulty they gave our, our predecessors, three of those things would really be, unless you had very, very bright plague lights, or you tried to do it outside at noon. Very intimidating. The ritual is supposed to start at 7.30 or 7 tomorrow night. In June, it'll be fairly dark. Certainly in the museum, it'll be nearly, it'll only be artificial light. There'll be lots of shadow. Well, I feel better now than I have for some weeks. Having interfered a little bit further. I am rather concerned about this whole thing of, uh, of sacrifice. With these uh, new tablets here. Yeah, sacrifice in what sense? Well, it's it's to prepare the shadow being that one becomes for sacrifice to Yehuthras, uh, Yaxothus. Right. What what if what if Nabu could force the shadow the rest of the way? That's that's my worry. Is that if we come in with shadow form there, that uh, Nabu or Yaxothus could force the whole situation into uh, a sacrifice for that that person. So while we might be able to have someone in shadow form come in and and commit the uh, the <laughs> what we need to commit um, that they're they're still damned and might actually touch something off. 
uh, again, if we can if we can prevent the ascension, I think that's all we may reasonably hope for. But I I understand your anxiety on that front. I did not realize we were opening up another door to that entity. I'm wondering now if then. Something else has been on my mind. I've been wondering if there's some way we can't maybe do something about Elphinstone now that we know that he's part of this whole retinue. Hardly surprising. Again, the way he snatched up the tablets after the uh, massacre, during the massacre at the garden party. He seems to be very comfortable uh, in the passenger seat of this uh, wagon to hell. Um, I don't expect that he's going to be at his flat. Uh, I assume that he's under the protection of the crown prince. Right. Possibly. Um, Audrey, do an idea roll. 31 is quite good. It's uh, a hard success. We were reading earlier the, the Scroll of Endless Shadow, um, which uh, was written on the guy's back. And it said something about, it was a prophecy about a man who come who knows uh, some of the subtle arts. Um, and that's, that's this Yolhuthris' high priest. And you think at the moment that that's Elphinstone. That whether he was an accomplished mystic or what, he managed to stumble into the knowledge and he seems to be close enough to Naboo that he's playing that role. Yes, we, well, that's the magus that uh, your predecessor was looking for, Mr. London, one way or another, whether or not he was always, uh, that's our Elphinstone. Um, I don't know how we can injure him in particular, though. Or again, whether his presence or absence is important for the ritual to take place. Well, you know, do we shave another 30 seconds off by getting rid of him, and do we expose ourselves? These remain active questions. I think all the players need to be in place for us to be able to take care of what we need to take care of. Any tipping of our hands ahead of time might... He could come, he's the king. He can come in with a, a small army and then we'll, we'll never stop him. But if he's going with the arrogance of an uh, evil god that nothing can stop him, he'll come in with limited resources. <clears throat> Excuse me. And like like at the garden party, he might step it up a little, but I'm hoping that he's so arrogant at this point that nothing can stop him and let us let him keep thinking that at least that's my view well it's 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 prophecy after all so uh and and it's also worth note i think that at the garden party i certainly gave away my desire to interfere and you rather did and it became manifest and it didn't bother to smite us it just did it just went about its business destroying souls and capturing the prince um but you're right uh anything that we do that indicates that there's an uh 
an attempt to push back risks him increasing the force with which he approaches this ritual. Um, I'm going uh, to speak to Bast as well, if she permits it. Um, I expected to do that at my flat, but um, in case there is something we learn, perhaps I should do it here. Yeah, that, that would be good. We can do your thing and we can continue reading over this, make sure we get the compiled list. I just had a bad idea, very, very mad idea. Um, uh, would, if Elphinstone is in, shall we say, Buckingham Palace or, or one of the royal holdings and such, he would be away from his normal lair, I guess, better, better words can be said about it, but uh, a, he's away from, from perhaps any of those, uh, those wards that were keeping, away, keeping the Ugolos away. Um, do you think perhaps they could be tried to send, be sent against him again? I don't think the ward was the domicile he resided in. I think it was Nebu himself. Like a, a pre area of effect around Nebu. Yes, but if the Nebu is, is, has been take, has taken over the soon to be king, then then Elphinstone is 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 open. Would he be not? I think well, it's be possible. Hotels. Sorry. Yeah, I, I I feel rather foolish in retrospect, thinking that I saw Elphinstone and uh, the young lady and feeling of third party expecting there was someone just in the next room or behind me, when in fact the third party was Nabu. Um, so I suspect if, if in fact Elphinstone is waiting upon his demon lord, then he shall still be protected. But certainly if the Ugolos appear to be free and active, I mean, that's something that I would speak to the lady about. The, the main um, purpose I have in a approaching her now is, is to bring up this matter that we had discussed, the fact that Nabu was uh, so profoundly disrespectful in borrowing her servants as part of his ritual of initiation into our plane. Um, I hope that she takes offense at that. Not at me, oh. but at him. Not to, not to mention this, this Yehuthurus, Yag Sothoth, whatever you want to call it, is behind all this in one way, shape, or form to give um, Nabu, this 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 power, this this this, it's Nabu is going to be going to be a challenge to the lady, if if he if he gets away with this, and a threat. Well, I mean, Stop here he'll 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 go to this this uh to her realm and and challenge her, and uh, cause her difficulties. Would he would he not? I mean, he's 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 a god that 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 conquers conquers this place he, he may conquer another she seemed unconcerned about any encroachment and rather unconcerned about the continued existence of this plane uh, i certainly wouldn't, wouldn't present it as a threat but i i will present it as an insult he isn't he's he's traipsing about rather um shamelessly maybe, 
maybe not with 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 uh, Naboo, but the uh, Yehuthras. And as she wants, you know, as she expresses some interest in reclaiming us as her followers, we certainly can't follow her if we're all slaughtered. Very true. Now, is there a bookshelf in here that I can clamber onto comfortably? I'm sure there are cabinets and things that... What were those cool sliding ladders that will take me right to the top of a hardy cabinet? <laughs> Maybe. Why not? It's a museum. Well, no, it's a club, but it's a, oh, very, it's a, club. It's a very fancy club. Uh, so that's Mr. Mundan's last thought for the for the goddess. Do you have any thoughts, Patrick? I, know, I was just going to say speak? there. These are guest rooms. There would definitely be a wardrobe in in here because there's yeah. a bed and. Yeah, well, the, the cabinet we were locking things up in, for that matter, must be sturdy. And I can hop up on things so sleekly and gracefully these days oh, nice. after I've had my cream. All right. And so I take the eye from my bag and I clamber up on a cabinet and find a comfortable position. Okay, do a uh, power roll. Eleven, which okay. is a hard success. Um, surprisingly, you get up there on that hard, flat surface, and you just feel incredibly comfortable all of a sudden. And a moment later, and you are on the steps before the pyramid leading up to the the dais with vast on it. What form is she taking today? Um, she's the same form as before, like a, a cat woman um, lounging. And she's like, Audrey, you've returned. Yes, uh, my goddess. No hearts yet, but there's time for that. Or there might be if the planet survives the next 24 hours. Uh, have you been following events uh, on my plane? Um, to some extent, you have, ex you have access to your own cats and others as well. They're watching you. You're planning on stopping Yolhuthris from uh, merging with humanity. That is what we are attempting, great mistress. It's part of the thing that the great old one does before it consumes the world. The merging is? Perhaps it's a bit like I am and likes to toy with its food first. It likes to go in and pretend that it is the supreme ruler. It brings the planet to its knees. It demands its worship. But it's all before the end. The thing consumes life. But you already uh, knew that. Yog Sothoth is time. Time consumes all things. Not the gods, surely. 
Yogg-Sothoth is older than the gods. Does it therefore not offend you that it uses the Ugolos as part of its ceremony? You can tell that she's upset and angry. Um, it, 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 it insults and infuriates me mm. because he does it to show that he has mastery over all things. Hmm. I uh, don't know what I could do against it. But I can give you I can give you a strong control over the things. Is that so, Mistress? Ugalos. And they suddenly appear on either side. Um, this is Audrey Lycaster. You will obey her in all things to the best of your powers. And they sort of bow to her and they bow to you. And then they vanish. Let's just let him see if he can control them now. Well, I am most grateful, Mistress, and I shall bend my will to see that sh that it cannot. But there is a there is an aura around this Yolhuthrish uh, and his high priest that you won't be able to penetrate with the Ugalos, but he won't be able to control them. Well, uh, all that we ask for, after all, is to make the ritual as slow as possible so that we might act in our blunt physical way to end that merger before it becomes complete. Um, and so their refusal should be a great help in that regard. And I already know that uh, they can allow me to see through them. Yes. Uh, one of the methods that we hope to use to interfere with his power grab uh, is an, another ancient Sumerian ritual, that of the um, walking darkness. But we fear that that might give Yuhuthris power over whoever enters into that pact. Are you familiar? I don't know of human magic. Oh, did I lose you? No. Oh, there you are. You were frozen for a second. My um, just yes. Should be all right. Do a do a charm roll on fast. Or persuade. Are you frozen again? Oh. I think I'm okay. Okay. I'm just I only know that I'm good at intimidate. It's, I have twenty five charm. Oh, I have 40 Persuade. Actually, I'm, she's, she's more likable than I thought. 45. I think, again, I could four, five more luck points at this stage. Well, I would need an extreme roll, actually. Oh, I can't afford that. Mm -hmm. um, fair enough. I can be ingratiating, but not that charming. All right. Um... I will assist you if I can. I uh, am, and my species 
uh, are more than honored that you would even consider it great goddess bastet. Uh, and I thank you again for um, authority over your servants for this period of time. Uh, and unless you have other requirements of me, I shall go and prepare myself for the battle. If you survive, I would still like those hearts, you know. If humanity exists in 48 hours, I shall have no other uh, drive than to punish those arrogant fools in your name, goddess. Good. And and you disappear. You you wake up. It's been about Whoa, an hour and a half. Stretch. Has it been an hour and a half? Yeah. Oh, I dozed off. <laughs> There's four empty bottles of cognac in the room. Those two are asleep. <laughs> All right, what next, guys? Now it's kind of, it's late. That's what I was going to ask. Uh, we should probably get some rest. Tomorrow's the day? Tomorrow's the day. What shall we do with the tablets? We're Are they safest here? Are, They're safest here. We could all reach them. Do we need to read them if we're going to do the... I thought we'd cobble together a the phonetic version of the spell okay. so that we could well yes and you have to collect the stuff that you need that'll take tomorrow we need to get the yeah. yeah we need to get the caterpillars and bug spray and powdered nickel there should but, be a, some apothecaries around uh but the the goddess has uh, has offered uh her assistance in some limited way i don't know how it will appear but we have more we have more possibility of preventing this than I ever thought we would, particularly after that that nightmare at the party. Quite. Yeah. All right. All right. So, are you going to sleep at the club? I think we should just all stay here together. All right. I know it's it's. There might no, be it's safest. Yeah. It's safest. All right. Um, you all have very troubling sleep, but for the most part, you, you wake up uh, in the morning, we'll say around eight o'clock. Um, Monday, why don't we go and grab a quick cup of tea and let Audrey get herself together so we're not quite cut, and then we'll meet back together and discuss. Yes. Yes. Yes, I'll join you, gentlemen, as soon as I'm a little fresher. Uh, we have seven hours, or 11 hours. What a remarkable day it's going to be. Um, okay. Uh, and th any, anything that happened? Do you guys discuss something in private before I join you? Uh, no, but uh, Munden can hear... Audio, audibly uh, praying over his tea to God to you know help him on this crazy thing that he's gotten mixed up into. Um, you made a statement earlier that I, I just want to counter. Uh, sundown in June in London uh, is around nine o'clock. 
you're on mute. Wow, that's super light. Oh, I guess they're northern than I am. I'm not. I don't think of that, but they right. are. And it's uh, it's June, also the middle of summer, the beginning of summer. But inside the, the British Museum, where this temple is, is probably be, pretty right. Yeah, not not next to giant windows. No, there's in fact there's no windows where the Temple of Naboo is. Built, it's a building built inside the building. <laughs> So I think we're going to need to hit whatever, I don't know, London, but whatever the equivalent of Chinatown would be to get the ingredients, because more than likely that's where we would find it. That seems very reasonable. Maybe we could even pick up some firecrackers that, or um, not TNT, but um, gunpowder, color, the things that go up into the sky, maybe throw some Fire. of those in the sack. Yeah, but the shell, I don't know the exact the shell, I guess, yeah. <laughs> Throw some of those in the bag, anything to cause chaos. Right, so uh, I guess the question is, um, do we need, do we have so many things to do that we need to, to divide ourselves or do we just all take a cab to Chinatown, buy an eye of Newt and some lamb's blood uh, and how do we want to go about putting the explosives in the temple? Well, we should still have access to the museum for a few hours in the day before. Certainly up to noon, they shouldn't be bothering us at all, really. Well, we could pick up attache cases or leather book bags or whatever. The... Uh... The temple walls that have been reconstructed, their stone that was shipped over. Correct. And I assume that that's buttressed by plaster that's on lathe, that's on wooden supports. Like it's not freestanding. It's gotta be some kind of stage set behind it. Everything's gotta be attached to something so it doesn't just topple over on passersby. Right. I'm just All wondering space. what the back of it looks like. But we would know whatever it is. Right, right. So if there's sandbags, for example, we could put some things into a sandbag. We want something well, the, that looks the, like it belongs. The stones of the temple have been reconstructed. It's not necessarily thin walls. It's, it's fairly thick, so it, it, it stands up pretty well by itself. But I'm sure there's rebar and, and, and reinforcements they've installed so that it, it can't fall. But it probably looks pretty good from both sides. No. I think what he's getting at is that there would be some sort of an object that we could replace with something loaded with fireworks and or bullets. Yeah, or whatever infrastructure we're familiar with. It could even be things, you know, they're probably on the far, because it's true, you're right. I mean, it might look good on, it might be on display on both sides of the wall, at least on part of it, to show this is the exterior of the temple and this is the interior. Sure. But there must be also parts that are, there's also a roof. The on, I mean, there's a, there's a. Uh, it has a the, ceiling. It has a ceiling on the of the temple, that's that's the original too. Um, you can't see the on the top, but it's it's there. There right. would certainly be places where you could put explosives on the ceiling uh, that nobody would even notice during the daytime, unless a worker went up there for some reason. 
And given that it wasn't meant to be open for some months, there's scaffolding around that whole construction, at Correct. least on a side or two. Right. So that's what we need is access to that scaffolding. And again, inconspicuous looking things like sandbags, which we will have access to in the museum basement. Now it seems like what they're working on is more of the museum uh, trappings around the temple. The temple is more or less complete at this point. So maybe all three of us should have a duplicate satchel. If we had a couple grenades, we had a couple whatever. That way, if when the three of us are walking in, if two of us get stopped or something, there's at least one duplicate satchel being placed in there, if not all of them. But worst case, one could be dropped while the others distract in case somebody comes running up. You know what I mean? The question then I have is how do we ignite them when the time comes? One of us would have to... We can't just leave a big fuse hanging, but... We can't, we can't count on even being on the floor when the time comes. It has to be something that is, that um, I, this is not an area of expertise. I've been putting things together my entire life, not taking them apart. We'd also have to figure out how we're observing this whole thing so we can strike at the right time. Well, that, gentlemen, is why I'm afraid that one of you was going to be... The Ugolos. Yes. Uh, My, the, the, the goddess <laughs> granted me more authority over the Ugolos than I had before. So I should at least be able to eyes. see through them as I did previously. Yes. And also, as long as I can maintain a sense of self, I might be able to prevent them from following the orders of Euhuthris. But that means I cannot be the shadow figure. I... And I assume you it's going to be a shadow figure that needs to detonate these right. devices. Right. So, Munden, you or I, shortest straw or? One minute. Something in the back of my head's telling me that we might not need to be a shit. Hmm. I just have another mad idea. <laughs> oh, so mad it might work. Maybe I could, shall we say, um, talk my way in? I'm and up for anything at this point. I could I could I could speak with uh, with uh, our 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 dear uh, friend who's setting this up for the king. Yes, Mr. Whitehead didn't seem to Whitehead? want to talk to you before, but well, he's familiar with me, and and he knows that I'm here helping out with stuff, and perhaps. Uh, it's also worth be... noting that you weren't at the garden party, whereas Patrick and I were. Quite so. Elphinstone's going to be there, and Elphinstone saw us both. He doesn't but he know doesn't me. know you from Adam. That's correct. And nothing says that uh, you know I might not be able to make my way in, and then at the, when the time's right, uh, light the fuse, pull the grenade. All you need to do is pull the grenade. We could even have the satchel set up 
with something sticking out the top. You pull that, it pulls the pins, thus igniting everything. Grenade goes dirt. off, any kind of explosive that's there is going to go. Yep. So if we put like a, a twine, secure the grenade in the bottom of the bag, have a piece of twine sticking out the top. You pull that, everything goes. You got about three seconds to jump. Quiet. Then I would be on standby with the, or just read it and become the, the shadow. Audrey, would it be possible to have the uh, Ugalos be able to pull one of one of the grenades? I couldn't tell you. Um, they, uh, they're not terribly verbal. Uh, and if they're excluded from the space the way they were when they were sent to attack Elphinstone, it might be that they simply can't enter. Um, it's so, I don't, I, I don't have the information to anticipate that. Well, I will say that I'd like to get some very interesting soup at Chinatown because it yes. might be the last day there is a Chinatown. Um, uh, Audrey, what you, what you feel is that the Ugalos are not really intelligent things. They're, they're beasts that you see. Yeah, they're kill forces things. of rage. Right. Mm. Yeah. They, they, asking them to type a telegram would be all but impossible. Yeah. And possibly even the Quite. conceptual leap of pulling a string to blow something up. But they just want to go. <clears throat> they'd, they'd want to, if you told them to destroy the bag, they'd, they'd destroy the bag. <laughs> Not only might there not be a Chinatown, there might not be a China. So yeah, let's just enjoy and then destroy. Bird's nest soup. Hmm. Never tried it. What is it? I believe if it's what it sounds like. There's really also that told you, you wouldn't eat it. There's also that new uh, Black Dragon restaurant with the, that the Cho Cho opened. Nice. I hear they have remarkably succulent meats. Hmm. Well, well. Perhaps a uh, bird's nest soup in the in the meat platter. All right. There we go. So you go out for your last meal, feeling remarkably good about yourselves, even though the world's about to end, possibly. Now this is still daytime. Still morning. Well, because we're we're going to try to get the, uh, you know, we re ideally want to have ingredients for three separate um, shadow walker. The formula spells. is pretty simple. So you you find the stuff you need. A few of the pieces are not things that you would normally pick up, but you find them. You can make three doses, sure. And then fireworks for three bags. Um, what else? Yeah, that, may, what have we, what? Extra, may, may have some extra fireworks as a diversion. Also in the museum, at the very least, take off some of the some of the gods. Honestly, you know, the last thing I want is to set off explosives in the museum with its priceless artifacts. But today, well, at a, least, a at couple least of Roman candles pointed at the Etruscans might uh, keep well, unwanted least, parties out of the way. Well, at least, at least something to divert. We don't necessarily have to point them towards artifacts. Everything's an artifact in there, but... 
I, I, would I, mean, want, I wouldn't want to scorch a cornice, but better than having the earth flattened. Yes, exactly. Quite. A couple of priceless artifacts or one priceless world. Quite so. I wonder if the uh, ascendant Nabu Yog Sothoth would stay there as make it his throne, the temple, or whether he'll go straight back to the palace and rule from there, or just sweep across the earth with pestilence and death in his wake. I don't know. You said something about your goddess referring to him as time. Time eats away and erodes everything. Everything might just turn to ash or dust. Or... Yeah. It's also, I mean, it opens a gate and it comes through a gate and it is a gate. So it could just put pockets, put holes all over everything and let space fall through. Who knows? I know it'll be a nightmare. I know that just what happened at the garden party is more horrible than anything I thought the earth could survive. I oh, just had another mad idea. Maybe, perhaps we should stop by uh, the butchers uh, to see if they have any, uh, well, as uh, our predecessors had, had colloquially called it, crow juice. Just in case if we need to deal with uh, some kind of shadow entity, even if it's not, unfortunately, one of us. Well, again, I, it's in the notes. They talked about going to a butcher, but no butcher they found in London sold crow. That's odd because you've got to juice them yourself. Mm. I think they only make pies out of them in fairy tales, nursery rhymes. Yes, I was aware that the the crow was was eaten quite frequently by the lower classes. Oh, I thought eating crow was purely a colloquialism. Butchers don't sell animals dripping with blood either. Mm. All right, they drain them first as a rule. Yes. Less sticky. Well, we should get to the museum, try and place these things. If we have time, we could go to a local park and catch a crow. I, I don't exactly know how it Didn't your Felix hit one with a stone? Yes, from what I understood, he had a pretty good arm. Yeah, maybe the idea was a little bit too bad. We shouldn't be wasting time with crows. Well, first, yeah, now that we've gotten the ingredients and a belly full of soup, let's see what the situation is at the museum. We're counting on explosives that we haven't placed yet. Correct. We need to figure out where we're going to put, put everything. Climb back into the chatting wagon and head on over to the local museum. All right. Um, when you get to the museum, uh, there's quite a lot of bustle going on. Um, they're getting uh, everything prepped for the king's arrival. Um, well, I should say that this morning the, the coronation goes off. So there's a whole bunch of ritual stuff going on. There's people lining the streets. The king uh, or the uh, Prince Edward, uh, you know, goes in the royal carriage to the Westminster Abbey. I don't, I don't know how it actually happens, but all, all of that stuff is going on. So the world in, in, in Europe is kind of distracted at the moment. Um, there's also rumors that the king, King George, has taken seriously ill. 
So perhaps it's a good thing that there he's abdicating and or has abdicated. <clears throat> um, so you're able to just walk in. I mean, nobody pays any attention to you because they're too busy doing their jobs. So we had, let's head for that. Is there multiple entrances to that? It's like a gallery, one entrance and one exit possibly? Or? You're referring to where the temple is? Correct. There's just one. You have, everybody goes through, you go down kind of a hallway and there are these gigantic uh, winged, uh, looks like lions with human heads on them. Uh, on There's the probably side. a staff stairway though, somewhere inside that. Like the one Felix kept trying to sneak down. Yeah, that's probably true. So I was thinking um, we could split up and each come at a different I, angle. If I want to take effort. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, I want to take effort to uh, not be seen with them to keep up the to keep up the ruse uh, that that I'm not not connected. Okay. Well, my, I mean, it uh, seems mostly open despite the recent explosion. Like that area is closed, but. The library is certainly open, and the museum is also significantly open. Yeah, they're trying to to pretend like nothing happened, but I mean it's obvious. You know, there's damaged areas, but they they want to keep going. The museum doesn't stop. Uh, however, uh, the whole uh, Assyrian wing it's not officially open yet, so it's it's pretty much closed off. Munden wouldn't be able to get into that area unless he went around the back with you guys. Yeah, no one's going to see you, Islewin. So, I mean, with us, not particularly, and people around have been used to seeing you anyway. Uh, so, uh, you know, my my inclination is to uh, pop up the back way, look at look for things that look like we can replace them with explosives, like sandbags or whatever other paraphernalia is behind the walls that we probably, again, have multiple burlap sacks like that in the cellar or multiple wooden cases like that in the cellar. And we can go to the workshop downstairs and pack up our goodies and place two or three of them inconspicuously. So unless someone gets in the way. Right. That would be my move. How many grenades did we have? Is it four or? Four sounds about right. He didn't have a giant arsenal, Felix, we, but he had some stuff. A little bit of dynamite. We should keep one in case we need to blast our way into, if we can't get in. So three inside, one on one of us, if we need to just put it in the door jam and, and pull the pin, you know? Yes, the regrettable but possible direct action. Mm -hmm. All right. Uh, I like the rooftop idea. I like putting stuff on the roof, but any of the temple walls, especially anything that's thin or, you know, behind a column that looks like it would fall toward the dais, you know, we're... I think we're aiming our destruction toward the dais. And that, uh, that, that altar that they're putting in there. Well, the same thing, yeah. That's what I mean. 
I would like each of you to do a luck roll. And I want at least a hard or better. Twenty-seven out of fifty-four. Um, I got you. Seventeen out of forty-eight. Okay, that's just a hard. Yeah. So Audrey, you realize that there are a few places, uh, kind of in the display cases, um, in the room, in the temple itself, that they're just hollow on the bottom. You know. Are these like glass cases that are set up to show things that yeah. would have been? Yeah. Uh-huh. They're like, they look like they're made out of stone on the bottom, but they've been painted to look that way. Mm -hmm. And the top of them is actually glass with some artifact, you know, so that people can't grab it. Um, and oddly enough, it's, it's the art artifacts that are not important to the ritual, you know. Just stuff that looks neat for tourists. Right. The parts that, that are essential to the ritual should go in the niches, but some of the niches are, are have other things in them because they don't have those artifacts. They don't have the Eye of Matsu and they don't have the Horn of Alu. Right, okay. Uh, are there three of those? Um, Let's do two of those and one on the roof. That's what I would move, gentlemen. Pointing out these, you know, this nice little X by X foot flimsy thing in the room sounds good can we train if we if we if we could we train uh, a string to the other side of the wall to to activate those with that being in the temple if there was a grenade in that if, i mean presumably they're up against the temple wall but it might be hard to get a string or something through that right because it's it's pretty much a stone wall i think that I mean, theoretically, there would be a way that you could thread it through a crack between blocks to the outside. The problem is, is that you couldn't do it without drawing a tremendous amount of attention to why are you guys on your hands and knees threading a string through, you know. Yeah, that's not casual attention. May have, may have somewhere through the back where we can uh, actually not even be seen, and maybe have, uh, no. There's back. there's there's work people all over the place, and in fact, yeah. there's more in the back now because they're cleaning up all the scaffolding and stuff, um, so that it looks good. Even if they're not finished with certain things, they they don't want that just sitting there. But there's right. still a lot of it up. Um, We're probably doing a lot of like pointing and nodding and looking at clipboards. The best you could do is you could rig up you could rig it up underneath a display case that if you were there, you could reach around behind it and pull a, pull a string or pull a pin. I'm not sure that the whole pulling the string on the pin works very well. I think it's rather hard to get the, the pin out of a grenade. Right, because you're supposed to grip it at the same time. Right. Right, that's why There's I was a, saying two parts. if we tied it to the bottom of the satchel so it's essentially has like uh like we duct tape but we don't have duct tape so we would use twine to wrap it to the very bottom of the the binding of the bottom of the satchel so it's essentially held in place 
So with the weight of all the other stuff in there, we're pulling up on the string, thus pulling the pin out of the grenade. It's I'd, like holding I'd, it. I'd make you uh, do a, a pretty serious roll to see if the string snaps. We have heavy twine. It's not like a piece of thread. A piece of boxium that you would wrap around the packages. There'd still be a fairly, fairly decent chance yeah. that it would fail, though. Oh, all right. True. It's tricky. Well, perhaps we only put one on the inside and leave two without. One on the inside, one on the roof, and one of us carries one on us. If, for the sake of argument, for example, let's say I'm in my office talking to the Ugalos. One of you has effectively become a shadow figure, and one of you is the failsafe who's got a grenade in hand and a backpack full of boom sticks so that if all else fails and we know that there's no more time we can just go brute force we have three levels of attempt i mean again i've never plotted an assassination before <laughs> Well, there are there are a few other things also to consider um, in your plan. If I'm in a room and there's a grenade in a box over there, and the grenade goes off, does it necessarily kill me? You know, if it's on the roof, sitting on the roof, and it goes off, does it necessarily bring down the ceiling, or does it just blast? Upward. Yeah. My, my thought was to stash the bags, be able to pull the pin with fireworks and bullets and all the other crap in it, and we would throw the bag at Naboo. So you'd have and, to be in the temple. Yeah. That would work if you could I get into the temple we were, with a bag of explosives. That's why I was asking how we could get in. If it was like, hey, can one of us just go up and lay on the roof? That might work. Because, Munden, if you would rather be the spirit thing, I'll take, I'll take all the bags and go up there, throw one down on them. If it doesn't get them, I'll just hold the other one and jump on them. I mean, I don't, I said it before, I don't picture myself walking out of this anyway. Not like I want to kill myself, but I'll throw the first bag at them and pull the pin, let the bag drop. If it doesn't kill them, I'll jump on top of them with the second. Well, I mean, after Is there we... anything like a skylight? Or is the roof no. a solid slab? Well, it's not a solid... Well, the roof in the... You mean in the temple is a solid slab. Right. It's not a slab. It's pieces, but it's... Yeah, it's still... It's an unbroken ceiling. There's no... Right. Uh, the only reason I said this that is my is, first reach aside. Yeah, I'm not yes. too knowledgeable in magic, and I don't know if I'd be able to control myself once I'm in shadow form. I know I would have the guts to pull a pin and jump on a king. Now, what, what did you just say that you wouldn't know? But Balethius Ginger managed to pull off a number of heists right after he had. Transform for a few oh, days, right. in fact. 
Yeah, he was even specifically choosing artifacts. Right. So he was able to read in shadow form and, and he didn't get reckless, but, you know, considering that you'll be brand spanking new shadow being. That was me trying to rationalize in player knowledge saying I have a very low power score. So. <laughs> Oh, good heavens. So what do we do until seven o'clock, even when we place these things? Well, if I'm going to stay on the roof, I need to get up there and lay there now. It's not like I'm going to be able to sneak in later. You should have, you should pick up a sandwich and something to urinate in. Good call. Uh, I wish there were some way we could be in conversation. I don't think I can send the Ugolos to give you any info, any uh, sign other than which wouldn't be very helpful. I would rather not see you shredding. But you won't need, you'll be present. The thing is, how will I know when they're vulnerable? Well, you'll hear you know, you'll hear an incantation, and I wouldn't be surprised if there were other manifestations that were quite obvious if you were nearby. Is there some sort of gate that's going to open? That's how it's described. I don't know how physically literal the shadow that is. gate, yes. That all the ritual has to be done in the shadow, before the shadow gate opens. Can we before I go up there and stay for the time, can we get a small hand shaving mirror and maybe hook it to a stick? I mean, I don't want to watch them the whole time, but when I hear some sort of, maybe it's silent, maybe it'll make some noise, like a whoa, 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 whoa. And I could just tilt the, like they did in the, the Great War. Yeah, I'm not sure. Uh, yes, you can do that, but I'm not sure that you'll have a vantage point where you can see what's going on in the temple while you're on the roof. Well, if I, I crawled to the edge and looked, put the little hand mirror over the edge to see, I don't know. It might be too far to see. The hand mirror would be too small for you to... Friends, it's just a thought. Yes. I just Wonder. had another mad idea. You have lots of mad ideas. You have only mad ideas. Now, everything's madness, everything's madness, but hear me out. Why not? Audrey uses the Ugolos to see what's going on and the right time to strike. Um, we have someone outside the temple, hidden. Her and one other hidden maybe maybe one on the roof too um if necessary and when the ugolos let audrey know that that something is going to happen or it's or it's the right time to strike then one per, one person uh person nearby with her goes off and sets out a, off a distraction getting rid of as many of the gods as possible having them go off to see what's going on that leaves less gods, and then the other person who may be hiding up on the roof and can come down somehow, or or find out there's some way to slip in, slips in and tosses the tosses the satchel. 
I would. I see where you're going with this. I was thinking the Ugaros could take out the guards that are outside the door. Unfortunately, they must die. Could Audrey fit in the pedestal underneath? I know it would be very uncomfortable no. for... No? Okay. Not designed for human accommodation, I fear. Uh, I've had a thought. Uh, regarding your point, Mr. Munden, um, we don't really have... We know that the king is coming with Elphinstone and a guard. Presumably Whitehead will be there as well to pontificate. We don't know who's going to be mounted outside or inside or that a distraction will be necessary. But regarding the problem of setting off an explosive, I wonder if, if either of you gentlemen know the first thing about electrics. Because if we replaced one of these lights that we had a switch to with something we might be able to do a great deal more damage at a distance by flipping a switch from behind the wall than we'd have any opportunity to do from within. And there have to be all sorts of recessed lights and things in here to, because it's a temple within a building. I just don't know anything about the electrics. Knowledgeable myself. You are or not? I'm not. That's a pity. I I just, that, that's a brilliant idea, Audrey, but I just, something popped into my head. If the guards are taken out or anything, if we act before he's vulnerable, the king's guards will automatically, even will take him to safety, even at the king's refusal to leave, they will automatically pick him up and bring him to safety. Yeah, certainly. Because, that's the sort of thing where they hustle out of, a right. figure out of the way before anyone can discuss it further. Quite. Yeah. Even if he orders them to stop, they won't because it's their sworn duty to protect the king. Yeah, so no warning shots across the bow, no distractions. Just, right. just one... Well, the swiftest and surest strike we can manage. You do have a point. You so the gate point. must be opened, and then we must strike. Crap. Uh, yeah, I still think... Can all of us just stay on the roof? And we're all three of us in the room already? Is that... Like, why are we not thinking that? Well, only one of, of us could... You know? <laughs> I just thought of that. My only concern regarding that is that if one of us is found, we're all found. Some some jackanape climbs a ladder, shines a flashlight around, and says, "Oh, who are you fellows?" And then, right, we're in the huskow, and and uh, you know, they take the cat's eye opal away from me, use it in the ritual. We've doubled things up. Um, I think it's pretty important that we be dispersed. I could be mistaken. I'm, I don't know at this point. It's, it's, I think I can the still nerves gain, I can still potentially gain entry with uh, you know, working my way in with, uh, with uh, Whitehead. Well, we have time. Why don't you attempt that now? And if he tells you that's absurd, then we, revi we revisit this. But you gain entry that way. If you can't, we'll figure out another plan. I still stay on the roof, or Audrey, or whoever. I just think I'm willing to dive on the king with a bag of stuff. Now, when we were, when our predecessors stayed on this level, as the temple was being constructed overnight, mm -hmm. 
you know, I believe we learned that the uh, floors were solid with marble tile on them. The ceilings were high. Correct. There are no immediate windows. Um, are there, I'm wondering what's above the temple as it's constructed, if anything. Is, is it 20 feet and then a, a solid ceiling? Are there windows in something or? Uh, the ceiling is only about uh, 10 feet or so above the temple. Mm -hmm. um, do a luck roll. 36. My rolls have been excellent. That's a normal success. Yeah, there might, in fact, be uh, vents uh, in numerous places around the, the roof. Um, not exactly like in, in movies, but... Right. Not something one can comfortably shoulder the one's way down. Well, maybe a little bit. Maybe, maybe there are places, actually, where you could get in and hide, and if somebody, as you say, shined a, a flashlight right up there, they wouldn't see anything at all. Um, and then once the whole thing started, you could slide out onto the roof. Uh, just be a matter of dropping down. Nobody would hear you. You could jump on that roof and nobody in the inside would hear it. It's solid. Right, with one person talking inside that echoing chamber in this large room. Right. A human landing on stone from 10 feet or six feet sliding down is nothing. Right. Um, you also, since you'd be up higher, you would, your, your vantage point looking out the vent would be 10 feet higher than the roof. You could probably see right down into the foyer of the, you know, in other words, what I'm imagining is, let's say I'm walking into the museum. I go into the museum, I head towards the Assyrian wing. I go into the entrance to the Assyrian wing. There's the two big giant statues of the winged lions and want lion men. And then there's the temple that's been built with, uh, it probably has some sort of ornate front on it. And mm -hmm. there's a doorway and the roof is up there. I could probably see the people coming between the, the lions before they even go into the temple because that's where they would have to come from. Yeah. So you'd see when they went in and you'd see when they were in, when they were done going in. Yes. So if that, if that, so that might mean if we have one uh, willing bombardier, Patrick, one uh, difficult to capture shadow figure, Mr. Munden, mm -hmm. and one set of watchful eyes with me and the Ugolos, we could have a lot of information in order to act swiftly and violently in concert. You could also, the person on the roof could drop from his vantage point down to the ground. It would be about a 20 foot drop, but he could drop right where the entrance is. Right in front of the entrance. And that prevents, and that, and that offers a great deal more in terms of, uh, blast radius than blowing something up on top of the stone roof. As long as he doesn't break his legs or anything. As long as it can pull the trigger once he does, even. Could 
a rope be tied to that the roof access can a rope be tied and kind of even if you put a pair of gloves and slid down yeah you'd still gunk up your hands a bit but you wouldn't break your legs or back you'd have to go up there and and research that i don't know why there would be anything that you could tie something to up there but the 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 window frame the window there's no windows what, what? It's like a vent. It's like a, it's like a vent. It's, oh, like vent. an air conditioning sort of thing. Mm. Right. Maybe if you trace something through it, but we, you know, I mean, uh, this might be the time that we experimented on finding access to that vent, if it seems, you know, a useful activity. All right. All right, so let's let's give you this that you spend the next hour or so looking like you're busy doing things, um, but in fact you're scoping out the, the temple, and in fact you see exactly that. You see that there's a vent uh, that you might be able to get up to. Once you're on the roof of the temple, uh, a couple of steps, and nobody is going to observe you up there. They might catch a glimpse of you once you're when you're Going in, if you're really unlucky, but otherwise you could be in there. Or you could try to get to that vent opening from another vent opening in the building. That would be a little bit more tricky. Take some navigation. Um, uh, you could drop down in front, uh, but there's a chance you're going to sprain your leg or, or injure yourself, um, whether that matters at that point to you or not. Now, can we find out if all of the scaffolding is being taken down or? Ultimately, it's going to all be taken down. All right. Because I'm a rotund man. I don't think I could be crawling through vents. Oh, that's right. I could climb into it and stay there, but I'm not getting through a whole ductwork. Or you could risk just getting up on the roof and nobody finding you. I'm small enough to go into dark work. Well, if then if if you can't, I mean, if I jumped up there and then climbed into the vent and waited, it's fine. But you still need to see if or if you can't deal with them directly. You might have your ultimate in. Hmm. That needs True. to be played out first before. Quite. I don't think we should. Um... Uh, depend upon the uh, trust, trusting nature of Mr. Whitehead, let alone the potential of Mr. Elphinstone showing up to find out whether Mr. Munden can get access, particularly with a sack full of explosives on him. True. Um, the first wrong word or mistaken impression, and we lose one of our three parties. I agree. You're right. If 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 Whitehead had welcomed you with open arms and said brother, please come and see me the night after next when I show the king around. But there's going to be, you know, it's a new king. We can't count on anything other than suspicion. Oh, if it's if it's supposed to, you know, if it's supposed to be a visit, should there not be someone there to uh, guide the king and, and explain the whole situation with the... That's Whitehead's job. That's Whitehead, Whitehead was hired by him. 
Yeah. Yes, but Whitehead doesn't know all, all this stuff, does he? But that's Maybe why he that's why he was hired. Right, and the king. They didn't come know. to us for expertise. They went to Whitehead because he's setting up. He's been setting up stuff. What if what if I come in on the pretext that uh, that uh, the museum the, the, that I'm that I'm that I'm part of the museum and that I'm there to uh, to. Uh, but you aren't, and all they have to do is say no. I think we're dealing with subterfuge here, not with yeah. charm. I, do I mean, have a way of getting in with people. I mean, I could try. If you thought that you could try, and if it failed, you could become a shadow person, I then I accept it. But if you try and they throw you into the Huskow and take away your shadow scroll and your eye of Newt, then we're on our own and you're yeah. sitting mm. passively while the world ends. Yeah, I need to concur with uh, Lycaster on that. Mm. Again, if Whitehead had welcomed you with open arms before, it would be one thing, but I... Well, he's rather think, indifferent with me. I, mean, I, could... I think we're considering everything, everyone adversarial until we learn otherwise. Yes. And they brought Whitehead in for a reason. They could have asked Campbell Thompson, they could have asked Patrick. Both of them have That's more knowledge the... than Whitehead does. So they chose Whitehead for a reason. Hmm. And that's because he's some kind of stooge. Uh -huh. Not only that, if, uh, shall we say, uh, uh, Naboo has, has popped out of the king for a while while, while the ceremonies are going on and is being manipulating Whitehead, which it seems to me. Right, why did Whitehead seem so confident if he, yes. Yes, Whitehead you know, was not acting, not acting normal. I think we want to stay as far from that fellow as we can. Mm, that complicates things even more. Again, no one said Reach's head was easy. Sorry, Patrick. Mm, true as that. So, uh, unless, unless Mr. Munden, you were um, perfectly understandably unwilling to become a shadow walker, at risk of mortal peril. If that's the case, quite understandably, we can make it's, different arrangements. I, I want to put this as, as a backup more than a, a primary in the fact that as, as, I'm, as we talked about it before, that, that what if being the shadow person is exactly what, what uh, Yehuthras needs and you just present them with, with you with an opportunity. You might actually, and if if there's a failing in taking out the you know the king with you who there's in him, then you've just given an opportunity as opposed to. Uh, well, if if the if the last of the children of tranquility were correct, if we failed to take out the king during the transition, it's you know giving him one more candy. Uh, is irrelevant. It's the end of life on this sphere. How many attempts? We might have a chance at, at more than one attempt. Well, I think that the shadow is the last. You know, the ukulos are mostly eyes under the circumstances. The yes. On the physical plane, I guess we're going for three planes. You know, 
Bast again, Bast at herself. Uh, agreed that she would make an effort to intercede, but she wasn't specific about what that would mean. She granted B as much control over the Ugalos as is available, which, by the way, regarding guards outside the door, might come into play because they are ruthless and swift killers. If it comes to, for example, one of you rushing in with an explosive. They could take out, they could take out the gods while we- That's while a possibility. But mostly the way I'm thinking of it is that the Ugolos are non-physical observers and I will be observing and, and able to well, suggest action. And Patrick's role is the, is the most brute, attempting to physically get in there and well, that's the thing. We blow things the, up. When the and you're in the interim zone, the semi-physical thing mm -hmm. that might be able to go and strike the final blow. It's hard to stop because of your potential non-physical, non-corporeal nature. But only if that's something you prefer to do. I'd rather, I'd rather only do it as a final last resort. I'm not saying I'm not willing. I'd rather do it as a last resort if we could get away with, with things without having to resort to that. I, just, I, I simply don't believe that the first resort can be, hi, I kind of am friends with some museum people. Let me go in with the king and show you around. I think that's a very difficult thing to convince anyone of. Quite, quite. Well, and even without an idea of rolling, to realize the king has absolutely no interest in being shown around. Indeed, he knows the temple all too well in his current condition. Yes. Per yes perhaps, per perhaps, you know, Ugalos keep an eye on, on the thing, on, on the situation when the time's right. They inform you, you inform them to strike at the at the gods and someone rushes in and I hate to say forwardly tosses a tosses a grenade with the with the fireworks. Mm -hmm. And then we take it from there. If they're still standing, then then we make we make a further attempt. And if that further attempt means that um, we I have I have to recite that dreadful tablet, I I I'm I will do that. Well, my impression, uh, Mr. Munden, is that you perhaps might be more comfortable on the roof with explosives in that role. And if yes. that's the case, I assume, Mr. Longton, that you are... Uh, I'll become the shadow. It's... As a, and you'll forgive me, you are a portly gentleman. Uh, being swift and traveling through walls might be a delightful change of pace for you. Yeah. That's that's quite all right. So if I, we accept I, those three roles, then it's just a matter of preparing our explosives. Yes, uh, we have enough. We have enough just in case that if uh, I can make it out out there and we we fail, that uh, I too can become a shadow person and and try. Right, it's true. So, right. do we want to stash one of the explosive devices in that vent? Uh, the 
if he's going to be in the vent, then yes, it, because the scaffolding will be down. We won't have access to it unless he's going to start in the vent to begin with. All right. Gentlemen, we have a plan. God save the queen. All right. King will, will surely be gone. So we're going to assume then that Bundon gets stashed in the vent with a bag of explosives. Right. Um, Patrick and Audrey, what are you guys going to do during this time? Now, am I to... When, once the king goes in and everything, am I going to read it and become the shadow right away? You tell me. Um, I was talking with Audrey. Oh, sorry. I think the thing, I think that we, um, we'll all synchronize our watches. I saw that in a film. Um, you and I will be in uh, probably your office. Right. As we approach the hour, I suggest, although it, I admit, gives me a certain degree of dread, I suggest that you assume the shadow form perhaps at six o'clock to give you a little time to accustom yourself to what it means to move about. Uh, and, you know, you can pick something up and show us that you're active and find out what it's like to move in shadows. Okay. And we'll know that it, you're active and that that hasn't, you know, simply been a backfire. Yeah, a dead end. We, we mistranslated something or we want to make sure that I think that that works. Uh, and then perhaps a half an hour before the king's supposed to arrive, I'll be in contact with the Ugalos or maybe around the same time that you take the spell. All right. And then we'll... be able to, if, if things go to plan, Mr. Munden will know that things are afoot because you'll strike in the temple, right? Swinging through the walls and... Right, once the gate is open, and maybe I could even stay in the shadows. Once the, once the ceremony begins, you know, we don't necessarily want to wait for the gate to open. There's some uncertainty about that, but... Um, yeah, once the ceremony is underway, we'll, we'll take action and see. I'd ideally like to see the scrolls appear because the, my, my impression from the last of the children is that if we can grab the scrolls, we have the best opportunity for preventing the transition. Now we would have to check, but what what actions would I be able to take as a shadow? Would I be able to pick up stuff? Would I be able to pull a pin on a grenade? Can I? He's, have... He stole things. He opened windows. He knocked people down. So yes, Mund he was Mund able to, to pick up the, the 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 tablets, as I recall reading. Yeah, you could run. You could rush in there with a with a bag of explosives and he beat it the off. crap out of people. So yeah, yeah, so... and he was very strong too. You guys might not need to sacrifice yourself. If, and we might be able to bring you back. 
if that's all what goes, I'm saying. you know. So, Munden can be in the vent as a emergency or even drop down to the ceiling. But if I blow him up and he could get away, maybe one of you and you can get away too, then I could just meet you wherever and we don't have to, I don't have to <laughs> evaporate into wherever the hell I'll be going. It's even possible that um, if the ceremony is interrupted at the right time, the Ugalos can attack. Correct. Uh, yes. It's just, it's a matter of what is corporeal and what's incorporeal and, you know, mysteries beyond our ken. But right. I, with a little preparation and with three modes of attack, we have a chance at, at saving the world. All right. Well, this, this is our preparation. Uh, Next week when we play, we're going to be 20 minutes to arrival. So, or, or more or less. So we know where Munden's going to be. Um, Patrick, you're going to become a shadow thing. Uh, but where are you going to be? In your office? I, I think, I think we're both going to be in Patrick's office. All right. With the door and, locked. And Audrey, what are you going to try? To, oh, you're going to try to use the Ugalos mm -hmm. to see what's going on. Yeah, to watch, All advise, right. and perhaps attack if given the opportunity. All right, so you have a solid plan. That's what we'll play out next week uh, when we play. Do you have anything else you want to do before that? Okay. Last cup of coffee or tea? <laughs> well, again, we're going to definitely make sure that Isilwin has some lemonade, some brandy, and something to piss into so that he doesn't have an unpleasant surprise in the ventilation system. <laughs> yeah, that would be <laughs> rather probably, nasty. Probably reading a Bible, even though... All right. Yeah. Our players included David Gasway, Ford Fitch, and Jason Melnichok, with myself as the Keeper of the Secrets. We're currently producing up to four shows a week with music and sound effects added in post-production in order to create a richer listener experience. We provide audio-only versions of our shows free for you to download from Podbean or iTunes. The costs involved with the show are provided almost entirely by our patrons. Without them, we wouldn't be able to do what we do. If you'd like to support our show, please visit our Patreon account. Just a dollar to a month helps us a lot. You can find a link in the description below. Like, share, and subscribe to our channel, and punch that bell icon for updates on our latest shows, and leave us some comments. We enjoy reading them and answering any questions you might have. This is Tom Rayleigh, together with all the members of our gaming club, inviting you to journey with us once again into the darkness for another adventure in the universe of HP Lovecraft and the Call of Cthulhu role-playing game. Until next time, good luck, good gaming. Mm -hmm.